0: Welcome to Working Matters. I'm Claudia Rempel. And I'm Carl Edwards. Join the conversation on the web at BoldEnterprises.com.
1: Well, Claudia, we've been working on bridging the work-faith divide, the divide that's way too wide still in our culture. Here we have two areas of life that are core to those who love their work and who love their faith, and yet we aren't comfortable that they're both aspects of ourselves. And so we kind of leave work at work and faith at church and never the twain shall affect each other. Some of us are content with that, but uh, we're kind of thinking that's not very authentic. And some of the passion of why we love what we do so much and why we pour so much energy into work is actually an authentic expression of who God's made us. And we should go for it and make that place of our mission. Just, we don't need to change the mission to the church's mission. It's the work's mission.
0: Well, and that's an interesting point because uh, this week we're focusing on work and faith and this aspect of community, working with others, being uh, you know accountable for doing something with others. We've been talking about these two areas in which we fall into, and either we are people who sort of check out of our expression of faith or people of faith when we enter the workplace, or we may have a different view of the workplace and that we try to make the workplace about our faith. And sometimes, particularly in a time more modern and less, in a more diverse world, that's inappropriate in the workplace or the ways that we choose to do it may not be the most helpful or conducive to, as you said, the mission of the work. What does this mean for us working together, having a life of faith
1: that we try to integrate into who we are as people? Well, you and I discuss work. That's what our work is about, and that's why we're excited about this series, because the topic for people at work is work, and it's about being that and about being that together. And what we're saying is, uh, as people of faith, our faith can inform how to do that job and how to conduct those relationships and how to organize things without changing the subject to faith. So when we talk about community, okay, so last week we've talked a lot about yourselves and you being the main clue for how you would best show up and how to mine yourself and your interests and your passions and your skills for information about your purpose at work. But now we want to come face-to-face with the fact that we don't work alone. It's not merely about us. We work with other people, and they are very different from us. They have different interests, and they have different skills, and they have different approaches to work, and they bring whatever faith they do to the table. So what we want to do is we want to look at three areas of working with people and and then thinking about what that means for us. So one is with working with others is collaboration. We all have a part in the task and we have to work with each other. And that involves communication and clarity and doing what you say you're going to do and understanding each other. And there's a lot of overlap there between all these very different people. Second one will be empowerment. That we have different roles and we want to bring the most out of each other, especially if we um, are in a leadership role. You can order people to do things, you can demand they do it, but better yet is if they just came alive and wanted to do it. So we're going to look at empowerment. And then third, we're going to look at confrontation. And the things don't go well. And we don't always communicate the way we want. And we don't always be the people we want to be. And it causes problems. And we need a way to talk about that and confront that and not sweep it under the carpet in the name of being sweet or nice or a false form of kind.
0: We did touch on that last week, that sometimes we interpret being a person of faith and the areas in which we covered kind of demanding sort of this false niceness or this kind of inauthentic kind of way of, kind of not really ever making waves. Or the opposite is that we become kind of these people who kind of check out on those values that we hold, treating people with respect and giving them a voice mm-hmm. and having them be, you know, who they are at work. And we become sort of these kind of totalitarian sort of dictators who, I mean, the reality is that then people see that as inauthentic to the people we claim
1: to be. Exactly. And that's the problem with the divide. That's why we've been so interested in bridging it, because reality is more complicated than that. And we don't have the luxury of talking about these things in isolation from each other. So the reality... Number one is that we have to work with each other. We have to collaborate. There are some jobs where that collaboration might be best structured independently, and you can work on something by yourself for a lot of the time. But there's still a lot of coordination and communication that goes on. Other roles are Intensely collaborative, where ideas and plans and we're depending on each other to get things done on time and be done well, because what we're going to do next depends on and it's going to be built upon someone else's work or alongside them. There's no escaping anything there. How we treat people, how we, the quality with which we do our work, all come into play and are reflections of both what kind of people we are and how we're viewing others while we're working with them.
0: Well, and last week when we discussed character, we talked about just the reality that the workplace is kind of still a part of our growing, changing, evolving character. And I can imagine that this is not, never more <laughs> the case, that we are sort of, sort of testing our character against other people. And that's where we are likely to fail the most. We are likely to not treat someone with respect. We are likely to mm-hmm. not... Discipline, something that needs disciplining, not only because we sort of hold these things in tension, but it's the place where we're most likely to fail is in connection with others. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and it so it takes the most attentiveness. So the problem with just going and trying to pasty your spiritual values onto complex work situations is not that those aren't precious values; is that you can't pasty them on. So we that's why we're starting with the concrete, messy and in this case, aspect of collaboration, because being kind or being generous or being forgiving isn't just something you can do all the time. You got to be appropriate what you're collaborating on. So for example, during a complex project and you need some information from someone else, it would be appropriate to ask with a, a certain amount of humility and use words of respect you're coming out of need, and they have the expertise that you're looking for. And what would be most effective and most appropriate is that I need some help then with respect. So we're not pasting respect across everything. Now, there would be another time where someone lets you down and fails at their job. And so to just merely be kind and respectful would be inappropriate in that situation. There you would need to be direct and confrontational and just say it you know, what happened and how it didn't work, and we need to come up with an alternative. Does the difference make sense?
0: Well, yes, and it it does make sense. As we talked about, we never leave those values behind, treating people with respect. Even within that, you can still not probably yell at the person and humiliate them in front of their coworkers, but you can still bring those issues to the table in a way that keeps the topic on the topic, and we've talked
1: about that a lot about that in confrontation. And so as a person of faith, that's what sort of decision you're making. You're not changing the subject. To being a good person, you're keeping the subject. So now we're switching to a different one of our three major areas, which is confrontation. You're keeping the subject, the confrontation, what did not work, what was unacceptable. But your faith informs you that the best way to do that would be respectfully, would be directly, would be that there's a human being on the other side of the conversation, and that you want something positive to come out of it instead of, you know, as in your way too often example of <laughs> Yelling at people and humiliating them in well, front of everybody—they work. Well, with. it
0: is true because how many people you know show up to work and their boss is a total jerk, and yet you know they go to church every Sunday, and it just seems like it's inauthentic. It's inauthentic to perhaps you know what you believe you know in any faith right. tradition, and it's inauthentic to how you want to be treated at work because you're a person with dignity.
1: Right. So the question is, how does the dignity inform the work process? Not how do I be more you know better, lovey-devy, lovey dovey person. So in the third area, and we'll stop with this one, is empowering others. And again, we're keeping it on work. So we're not trying to say people of faith should be a certain sort of empowering at work. We're saying no, that the task is to get people to work as hard as possible, to get as much out of them as possible. How our faith informs that is what makes is you want to do what makes people come alive and more human and more themselves. And so for the person who likes challenge, you want to give them the goal and the outcome that they're responsible to achieve, and then they get all energized by getting to figure out how to get there. And to another person for whom that would stress out to the max, you want to give them very clear expectations, and you want to tell them exactly how you want it to look. And when they know exactly what you want, they come alive, and they want to implement that. And make that clear expectation happen. But those are two very different ways of empowering two very different working styles without putting the pasty, some sort of, you know, my version of being nice onto everybody. So we're looking at the situation, it's a work-related situation, and we're looking at their working style, and then being empowering according to that instead of the other way around.
0: Well, next week we'll be finishing up our series when we discuss culture. Being people of influence, and that's going to be awkward. (laughs) Join us on the web at BoldEnterprises.com. We're always looking forward to hearing your stories and opinions, and you can find a place to comment on the blog. We'll see you next time.
1: This podcast is a Bold Enterprises production.